MP, it's here this weekend. That's right, Bredo. The Wellness Base Camp lands two hours south of Sydney in Kiama this Saturday, June the 2nd. Oh, naturopath, gut health and female health extraordinaire Helen Patteron will be joining us. Fuad Kassab from Quirky Cooking is coming down. Fellow podcaster Dr. Maria Zussman will be talking all about stress. And you and I, Bredo, will be there talking about love and relationships, work-life balance and how to truly master your wellness. Zazen Alkaline Water presents the Wellness Base Camp. One full day of inspiration and education on this Saturday, June 2, from 10 until 5. There's over 1,000 bucks in door prizes, a raft of world-class local exhibitors and a room full of people just like you. So bring a buddy and get two tickets for the price of one. All details and tickets available at thewellnessbasecamp.com. That's thewellnessbasecamp.com. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to the Primal Alternative Podcast, featuring actionable tips from real people with real stories about real food. This show is presented by Primal Health Coach Helen Marshall, who empowers other paleo-loving, thermomix-owning mums to start a sustainable, faff-free business of their own with the Primalista License. The Primalista License brings primal alternatives to the foods we love to our communities, making primal living more doable with less falling off the wagon. The Primalista License is available at www.primalalternative.com. And now, introducing your host, Helen Marshall. On the show today, I am joined by Glenn Loman and Stacey Kirsch from Adelaide Paleo Group. Oh, I just have really had such an amazing conversation with these two people. So they're going to share their story. Um, Stacey's going to tell you how she went from being 126 kilos um, and needing to have um, IVF in order to conceive her first child, um, fibromyalgia, endometriosis, to then go on to... Um, well, I won't spoil the story, but it's such a good one. You're going to see how much her body responded when she reclaimed her health and how that affected her fertility and her life and her purpose. Um, really, really inspirational. Similar story with Glenn, how he went from working in a chemical, dusty industry to now becoming a personal trainer, uh, a mindset motivator and running his own business. And just, I find it so inspiring. And another example of how when you reclaim your health, it doesn't just affect your health. It reaches out into every single aspect of your life, whether it be your parenting or your um, your character or your financial um, situation or your business. It really is the foundation for everything. And when you remove the distortion um, that eating the foods that don't serve you puts in your body and you become free of the pain, you are in such a stronger position to be able to go out there and lead a really fulfilling life. And you're going to hear how Glenn and Stacey have done that and not only just done that for themselves, but then turned that into an inspiration to give back and to contribute to their local community whether it be in one-on-one -on -one training with each, with their clients or events that they run or in other ways, the community that they run, um, their monthly walks and, you know, even 
Stacey being involved in producing that paleo show is a huge contribution to the paleo community. So thank you guys for Glenn and Stacey, seriously, thank you so much for your contribution. Really inspiring to um to hear you to talk today. And I know that you are lovely, lovely listeners are gonna love this um love this episode. And you'll there'll be so many things that you'll really relate to too. So Without much further ado, we're going to get on with the show. But before I do, I just wanted to let you know that this weekend, so this show is going out uh, Friday the 1st. That's that's today, right? Friday the 1st. Uh, yesterday, I did a live, my first ever live demo in Sydney. And um, I'm sort of doing a bit of a back to the future thing then, but I can imagine it was nothing more than incredible. I'm going to be at the Kayama Wellness Base Camp on Saturday, the 2nd of June. So that's tomorrow. If you're listening when this uh, gets released, 2018, if you're listening in the, in the future, in the very, very, very far future. And on Sunday the 3rd, I'm going to be at um, Prime Minister Kyra's house in Canberra for a demo. Um, so it's just incredible how, you know, we've connected with, um, you know, uh, like-minded, high-vibing people in other states like, you know, Glenn and Kirsty are in Adelaide. I'm going to be in New South Wales and Canberra. Just incredible. Thank goodness, technology gods, for bringing us all together because I think that um, community and tribe is something that we seek deeply as humans. It's part of what we need. And this, even though it's virtual and online, we still get the same support and community. And I think it actually suits our modern lives really, really well. So if you're in the Canberra area and you want to come to the live demo, check out the links to buy a ticket. Tickets are $15. And what you get is an invitation into Prime Minister Kyra's um, family home. It's going to be a lovely uh, demo. Uh, Kyra's going to demonstrate some of our primal alternative recipes. And we're going to provide a beautiful afternoon tea uh, showcasing all of our products. So we've got the um, fruit toast. We've got that with Inca berries and goji berries. Love to know which your favorite one is. I'm an Inca girl. We've got the fat and seedy bread, which has got one gram of carbohydrates per slice. Ding, ding, ding. We've got the fat and seedy pizza bases, which has got four grams of carbohydrates per slice. And all of our range are made with nutrient-dense whole food ingredients. So um, in our fat and seedy pizza bases, we have almond meal, eggs, sunflower seeds, coconut oil, an activated cashew milk with a little bit of uh, salt and a little bit of um, grain-free baking powder and just yum, right? Delicious. We've also got zucchini or pumpkin bread, which is a savory alternative to a wheat bread. Uh, we have got grain-free chopped chip cookies and gut nourishing jellies. So there's something in this range for everyone, whether it's from your fussy kid to your doubtful husband to your diehard low-carb keto head, right? There's something there for everyone. And our mission here, or my mission at Primal Alternative HQ, is to make grain-free easy because it's all very well having plants and animals and preparing everything from scratch. That's what we would need to be doing the majority of the time, absolutely. But on those days where you don't have time and you just want to grab a pizza or you just want to have some hot butter toast with some delicious local raw honey on top, then why the hell shouldn't you, right? So that's what I that's what I want to do. And, you know, as a health coach, I see in the community that people want to have this lifestyle, 
but they are time poor and they don't have um, they just don't have the inclination to do everything from scratch all the time. It's not very doable or sustainable. So be, to be able to buy a loaf of our zucchini bread, to have some beautiful avocado smashed on top for breakfast, to have a quick at the door in five minutes kind of deal is our contribution to um, the grain-free clean living community. Now, our um, producers are women in your community, which is so exciting. So I'm in Albany, WA, and we um, have I've got producers across all of the states apart from Northern Territory. Come on, Northern Territory. We want somebody in the Northern Territory. And so this is an opportunity. It's a home domestic business, okay? So if you've got a passion for clean living, if you love creating delicious food in your community and you want to make a difference, you want to have your own business and give back just like Glenn and Stacey have, then this is a really cool opportunity um, to have an adventure following your heart, doing what you love, okay? Glenn talks a lot in this interview about mindset and community and support, and that's what Primal Alternative is all about. So, yes, we've got the the, the recipes. Yes, there's all of the business tools are all done for you so you can just walk in and start your business, but we've got the support, and that really is the backbone of Primal Alternative is our sisterhood of local producers. We have a, a network of local producers across Australia. So we work together. We're very collaborative. Think sisterhood. If there's a problem, oh, my pizza bases have come out looking in a strange color. What shall I do? You can post that in the in the Prime Minister's Facebook group and another one of your Prime Minister sister girlfriends will give you some support. And like, um, like Chicken said in a recent interview, Prime Minister Chicken said to me, that there's, it's never a headache. If there's a problem, you put it out there into your into the sisterhood group and the solution will be found. When you put a lot of women together, when you put a lot of inspirational, high-vibing women together, holy moly, look out, the things we can achieve with hashtag Primalista Power. So I'm really excited to be sending some of our delicious range um, to Glenn and Stacey to try out. Um, I'm sure they're going to love it. I know when we sent our products to Brett Hill, he was a big fan. And now we're so excited to um, launch in South Australia. We have at the time of recording this podcast, which is at the beginning of May, we have got Primalista Shelley and Primalista Kirsty in South Australia. So if you want to get your hands on some of these goodies and you're part of the Adelaide Paleo Group or Glenn and Stacey's clients and community and friends, go to primalalternative.com forward slash stockists and you will find your nearest shop. If there isn't a shop nearest to you, near you, just contact the Primalista directly and they will put together um, an order especially for you and arrange a time to either deliver it or pick it up. Um, yeah, so exciting. Primal Alternative is in South Australia. Woohoo! And we definitely have more room for more producers in South Australia and the whole of Australia. We now have 35 producers across the country and we need at least 200 to um to handle the demand that we are building rapidly for our homemade with love products. Now it's not long until our online shop launches and things are gonna go gangbusters. Mark my words when that happens because who's got time to go who's got time to bake stuff, right? We've done that for you. Who's got time to go shopping? Let us post it to you. 
So we're currently, uh, I've got boxes going around Australia with thermometers in them. We're road testing uh, packaging. We're hoping to go with a company called Woolcool. Um, if so, really fingers crossed they can perform because I'm so in love with them as a brand. So instead of using polystyrene and heaps of plastic, we're going to be using sheep's wool and paper um, to to insulate our um, frozen products in the postal system. Um, so we're trialing that out. We're also making a move away from uh, soft plastic bags, which are recyclable, but we are moving to cellophane bags. I'm so excited because this is so in line with my values um, and the values of all the primalistas, but we really could not find a primal alternative to the plastic bags, but the search is over. So we're phasing those out and I'm so excited about that, phasing out the plastic bags and bringing in the cellophane bags, which are biodegradable. Ah, it feels so good. It feels so good. So look out for the, the shop. It's coming. Follow us on Facebook. Join in the community on the Primal Alternative community. And if you love this show, I'd love you to give it a five-star rating on iTunes. So that means more people will find the show and we'll be able to help to make grain-free easier and to help to inspire others to know that they're not on their own and to know that they can reclaim their health too. So without further ado, wow, I have so much to share with you. I just love you being here. I seriously do. So thanks for being such a fabuloso listener. And thanks again to Glenn and Stacey. And here we go on with the show. Welcome to the podcast. Today I'm joined by Glenn Loman and Stacey Kirsch from Adelaide Paleo. Welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Thank you. Now, you know I always like to start my uh, interviews with what you had for breakfast, and I think this is actually the first time I've interviewed a duo. I won't call you a couple because (laughs) we we know you're not a couple. (laughs) You're a dynamic dynamic paleo duo. So um, shall we start with Stacey? What did you enjoy for breakfast this morning? Um, I do a lot of intermittent fasting, so I I usually actually don't have anything for breakfast. Um, Today I ate a little bit earlier because Glenn and I um, went and had a hot drink. So usually my first meal would be like a coconut chai latte or something, if you can class that as a meal. Yum. That sounds good. What about you, Glenn? Yeah. Yeah, I actually intermittent fasted today as well. Um, So I had my uh, lemon and ginger grass tea, uh, sorry, lemongrass and ginger tea Mm -hmm. um, while I caught caught up with Stacey. And yeah, I normally have sort of leftovers from the night before or something for breakfast. So it could be anything from, you know, uh, roast veggies and uh, chicken or something, you know, something along those lines. Mm, delicious. Okay, so I'd love to hear your stories of how you um, came to find Paleo and how you have connected as a duo to go on to then create this amazing community in South Australia. So who's going to go first? <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll go first. Um, yeah, so basically my story comes from, you know, having been overweight to begin with and then having to do IVF to have my first son. Um, and during that time, I blew up another like 46 kilos. So I was 126 kilos just before I was about to give birth to my son. And on top of that, I had, you know, fibromyalgia and chronic fatigue and I was just really not doing very well. Um, And I saw an event that was advertised that just happened to be um, Irina Macri and um, 
Rumble's Paleo as well, talking about an intro to paleo and paleo on a budget. And I went along to that and that was awesome. I'd already been on a bit of a, a bit of a journey and had lost, I think, 30 odd kilos or something. And so this was then the next step and something that I was interested in. And from there, I just managed to, I don't know, connect to the community and, um, you know, meet and work with Dr. Brett Hill. Um, and then I ended up meeting and working and doing some workshops with Kale Brock as well and going through his gut healing protocol. So that's sort of, um, yeah, I guess how I got into paleo. Um, yeah, and then from then um, I sort of didn't meet Glenn but saw him because it was front row of an event I was um, speaking at for Kale Brock and yeah, I put out that, hey, guys, look, I need I need help with this group. <laughs> like, it's all me. It's 2,000-odd members that I took over from another person but wanted to make it really inclusive and very um, community-based like uh, Brisbane Family Paleo was um, that my friend Leah Williamson runs. So, yeah, I, I basically advertised for someone to come and help me that wanted to volunteer as well. And, yeah, that's where Glenn comes into it. Wow. Yeah. What a great story. What a great story. And Glenn, so how did you come into this whole picture? Yeah, cool. So um, just stepping back a bit. So my paleo journey started uh, around 2013, I think. And I was at a point where I wasn't very healthy. Um, I'd done a lot of abuse to my body through years of partying so through my teens and early 20s you know I was into going out clubbing and all that sort of stuff so a lot of drinking and you know abuse to the body so I was not in a healthy state Um, I was overweight but not overly overweight Um, health was always important to me but not as important as um, you know the other priorities that I put into place I guess you could say so Um, Yeah, I I hit a point where I said, okay, enough's enough. I've got to do something with my health. So I just changed my eating habits and took up exercise a bit more. Uh, And then I came across a podcast called That Paleo Show, which Dr. Brett Hill Hill had started. Yeah, good old Brett. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, that's it. So I came across that in 2013 and just binged that for, you know, uh, a good few months. And I was listening to it and I just realized that what I was already doing, so the changes that I had already made, were pretty close to paleo. And I didn't even realize, you know, I was eating cleaner, uh, more real food, less processed crap. And, you know, listening to that paleo show, I realized, okay, well, this kind of sounds what I'm already doing. Mm -hmm. So then I got immersed into it and found heaps of other podcasts, you know, Rob Wolf, Mark Sisson, all those and just followed and listened and all that sort of stuff. And the, the whole Adelaide Paleo community was just sort of starting then mm. uh, on Facebook. And I joined, joined it, I followed it, and, you know, I watched the community that it was building. And I really loved that community aspect of sharing ideas, sharing recipes, uh, sharing experiences and learning from each other. And that's what really drew me to Adelaide Paleo. So when Stacey asked for a volunteer to come on board and help her out, I jumped at the chance. Mm-hmm. 
That's awesome. That's so cool. And what I'm really intrigued about, just to take a, a step back, when you you didn't realize that you were doing paleo until you, you kind of like listened to Bretto's podcast and you were like, oh, hang on, this is what I'm doing. So I find that quite interesting because paleo is so anti-conventional wisdom that how did you, like, were you just like intuitively guided to it or was it like I just feel like gluten's not serving me I'm going to cut that out and I'm going to cut that out and I'm going to bring more veggies in and oh and all of a sudden I'm paleo how did that work yeah um I think it was intuitively but you know I'd been to a few seminars around uh eating colorful foods eating foods full of life force instead of you know man-made foods so as far as breads go you know that's a man-made food to me um, so I kind of just cut that out. Uh, same with dairy and, and all that sort of thing. You know, they're processed food, really. So I just got rid of everything that came out of a packet or a factory and just went back to, you know, if it grew, ran or swam, mm-hmm. then it has to go in my body, really. Mm, yeah, and I guess, um, you know, I was already on some sort of pathway where I was doing very sort of low-carb, high-fat style of eating, um, and then I guess the paleo side of it was more that I found like the community. I found why, why I should have been eating like that. I'd already cut out a lot of foods because I was listening to how my body was reacting to it. You know, I knew when I ate certain foods then my pain was going to go up and then I was going to have a flare up that would take me a few days to get over, if not longer. So yeah, I think definitely for paleo, like the intuition side of it um is really important and then exactly what glenn said you know no process stuff Mm. which is a no-brainer now isn't it but i think i'm really impressed (laughs) i'm really impressed with that stacy because you must have had such a massive awareness already in your body to be able to associate pain in your body with the food that you've eaten because i think that's where there's a massive disconnect um with people's health these days they just really don't put that connection between food and mood or food and pain. So to have that, you both are very intuitive, <laughs> very good, very <laughs> guided to what you've been doing, which is incredible. But what I want to um, just talk about a little bit here, Stacey, is intermittent fasting and low carb mm-hmm. and your experience as a woman with this. Can I just ask what age you are just so we can get a... 36 uh, now. <laughs> 36, okay. So... Mm-hmm kind of in the same age bracket, I think, as most of our listeners. But how, what's, your, what's your experience with IF? Because I hear a lot of, um, from a lot of my listeners, a lot of my health coaching clients, that intermittent fasting um, is no good for them because they've had adrenal fatigue or they've got adrenal fatigue. But I'd love to hear your experience of it and how you've implemented it. Sure. Um, For me, it sort of came about again naturally because um, the morning I was just so fatigued and so run down. Same thing, adrenal fatigue, you know, cortisol was peaking at the wrong time of day, etc. And then um, I guess I was naturally just feeling crappy in the morning and feeling nauseous. And the last thing that I wanted to do was force food, you know, into my stomach that wasn't really primed, ready to eat anyway. Um, you know, because I was still tired, my body was still sleeping, it was still healing, it was still trying to do what it was supposed to do during the night when I wasn't sleeping. Um, so for me, it was just something that I was then given permission to do was to not eat breakfast if I didn't feel well enough to eat it and to eat a bit later on. Um, 
And I mean, there are different times when you would want to have breakfast regardless. Um, and that's a whole nother topic um, in regards to hormones and everything. But um, for me, it just, it made me feel one less guilty for not having that breakfast you know it's the most important meal of the day um type thing and then two it just allowed me to um figure out when my body was hungry again you know instead of forcing those meals and eating the every three hours or whenever because that's what we're told to do I was able to reconnect with those hunger signals and actually work from there um, and then make sure that the meals that I were choosing to eat were you know full of nutrition were going to keep me full um, having missed that first meal um, in regards to like hormone wise or um, how I feel in general and then pain levels I just feel that it has such a, a massive effect on everything in my body um so for example i've been doing intermittent fasting i think on and off for probably two years or possibly longer and last year um i gave birth to a second child which was not ivf and was not <gasps> planned and was just wow. this little yeah this little you know blessing that was given to us um just out of the blue when you know i'd been told that um, I would never be able to conceive on my own without intervention. So, you know, and that pregnancy was just amazing. The birth was even better because it was mm. so quick. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I was just so much healthier. So um, I think in regards to intermittent fasting, it's not something that you can force. So if you're hungry, if you're feeling hungry, then listen to that. You know, if you feel like you need you know, a little bit more carbohydrate in your diet, then do it, but just do it properly and do it, you know, with um, nutrition, I guess, as the basis of your choices. Mm, as opposed to, you know, rice bubbles or <laughs> wheat picks. Exactly. Oh, I need to, I need to carb up today. Let's have a donut. Yes. That. No, that's not, that's not the way, but wow, just that's incredible. I'm sorry, but that, that story about your amazing little you know baby out of the blue that just makes me feel so happy because isn't it amazing you know like you were saying before you you had to go through IVF to conceive and then now you've taken all away away all of the damaging foods and let your body heal itself and then wow you're, you're fertile and it's a breeze to be pregnant and it's a breeze to give birth mm. because your body's vital and that just makes me tingle all over that's a gorgeous story Thank you for sharing that one with us. And so inspiring because, you know, there's a lot of infertility amongst our um, yeah. age bracket. And, and I really think that's a direct reflection of, you know, the food and the way that we're living. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. You know, I had a long history of endometriosis before that. And, you know, at its worst, it was when I was treating my body the worst and living a pretty similar life to what Glenn was living before mm -hmm. he found paleo. Me too. <laughs> um, as well, you know, and I did everything the doctors and specialists told me. I took all of the medication and it it surprised them that it was just getting worse and worse. Um, never once, never once was it mentioned about food, um, you know, so that was really disappointing. But now, um, yeah, just not a, not any symptoms of that whatsoever now, which is awesome. Yes. I, I don't even know what how to feel about that you know live with it for so long that it's just it's different wow and so inspirational too and you know a lot i know a lot of um our listeners have have suffered or are suffering with endometriosis fibromyalgia and, and any kind of like general 
um, hormonal uh, pains and physical pains. So that's a really, really inspirational story. So what I'd love to find out from both of you now um, is how have you taken this passion for wellness that, you know, has really helped you, but then you've kind of taken it one step further and you've decided that you want to go out and create communities and get on stage and inspire other people. So can you tell us a little bit about why you did that? Because that takes a lot of um, courage. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and tell us a little bit about the things that you've done on that journey. Do you want to go first, Glenn? Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. Um, so, you know, as I said earlier, my health was pretty crap. So when I found a way to make my health better, I wanted to share it with people. You know, I wanted to share my experience with people, learn from others, and, you know, just help each other along the journey. So the community thing is huge for me. And to be able to bounce ideas off everyone is so important, I think, especially when people are starting out. You know, having some sort of backup, I guess, to what you're doing um, with like-minded people is so powerful. And it's, you know, so inspirational to keep you on your track. And, you know, I wasn't in um, a very healthy industry when I left school. So I went into a um, industry full of chemicals and dust and all that sort of stuff. And I was getting pretty bad symptoms from all that. So I wanted to leave that industry. I wanted to work in a healthier industry myself. So once I got healthy, I knew how to do it. I knew what worked and what didn't for me. And, you know, I studied health coaching. I studied um, mindset coaching and personal training. So I put myself through all that study, even though I absolutely hated study at school. <laughs> I failed school. So it's, it's a complete flip. You know, these days I love learning. I love study. And I just love improving my life and others' lives. So for me to be able to, you know, um, create a community, create events as well, and get in front of people and share my experiences to potentially help someone else is so powerful and so fulfilling. And, you know, I go to bed at night sometimes, most of the time thinking, gee, you know, hmm. how many more people could I help? Hmm. And, you know, those people that I already have helped, they're doing so awesome now and it's it's so great to see. Mm, I love that. I love that. And um, like you say, giving that, having that contribution, you know, growing yourself, I think is a really fundamental human need. And yes, you know, you might have, mm. hit, you might have hated school, but maybe that algebra and Pythagoras theorem and all of that crap we learned at school, you know, maybe that wasn't what <laughs> floated your boat. But when you get into the mindset and the personal growth and the health coaching, that's your zone of genius, you know, and to be able to contribute that back and change lives as well it's just the most fulfilling experience you know I reckon as a human so do you do this is this your proper job now like or do you have like a, a serious job and then this is a hobby like how does it work <laughs> yeah cool so my serious proper job um, is health coaching personal training and you know mindset coaching and, and helping people so that's my full-time job so I'm currently working out of a gym you know doing all of that and I love it it's it's so exciting every day you know you're, you're working with different people every day you're seeing different 
cases come through. And yeah, it's, it's really, really cool. You know, a complete flip mm. to my lifestyle, you know, five, six years ago. And was it easy to make that change from that chemically dusty job to go and follow your bliss and do what you love? Was that easy or was it really no. scary? <laughs> Tell us about that. Uh, yeah, it's absolutely scary. Um, definitely was not easy. It's still not easy. Um, and it's still scary every day, definitely. But, you know, I got to a point, I was actually living in Perth at the time, still working full time uh, in the automotive industry. And, you know, I got to a point where I was bored, I was unfulfilled, I needed challenge. And, you know, I just studied uh, under Paul Check, so one of his holistic lifestyle courses. Mm-hmm. And, that was my catalyst to saying, okay, I'm out. That's it. I'm done with the automotive industry. You know, now's my chance to make something of this. Uh, I felt like I had the knowledge, the experience under my belt. And, you know, I just took the leap. I actually moved from Perth back to Adelaide and just started my business. And that was it. You know, I wouldn't recommend it for everyone, but that leap of faith that I took was probably the best thing that I did and also the hardest. You know, the challenges that came after that, which was almost two years ago now, um, you know, has been extremely challenging, extremely draining, you know, lots of hard work, lots of tears, blood, sweat and tears. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I wouldn't recommend just jumping for everyone, but if you need to, do it follow your heart follow your intuition and do what's right instead of staying somewhere because it's comfortable Mm. so i think that's a big thing you know i'm comfortable with being uncomfortable now Mm. and i love challenging myself Mm. and growing and learning so yeah that's that's a big thing Absolutely. And I think I think it's quite interesting because, you know, when we talk about, you know, the comfort zone, I actually think the comfort zones is not very comfortable at all. It's it's the place where you don't do anything. Mm. It's where you're full of fear and doubt and, you know, limiting self-beliefs. But actually, the magic happens outside the comfort zone. And when you take that um, leap of faith like you did, um, then, you know, yes, you have the hard times, but was it worth it? Yeah, 100%. Exactly. And that's the bit, that's when you're going to bed on a night going, gee, how many more people can I serve tomorrow? What an incredible, you know, what a a life. I mean, oh, I'm just excited thinking about it. It's so cool. (laughs) Good on you. I love it. I love it. So while we're just, while we're on this topic and before we um, find out Stacey's incredible journey of how she um, followed her bliss, Tell us a little bit about mindset because that's a really fundamental thing, isn't it? And I know that, you know, when I was working um, in the conventional health industry as an aerobics teacher, that's how long ago it was, um, (laughs) and a personal trainer, there wasn't really, you know, diet and exercise, diet and exercise. There wasn't a lot around mindset. So can you tell us, I know it's a bit of a massive topic, but can you tell us a little bit about why mindset's so important? Yeah, cool. So it is a huge topic. I try not to go too deep with it. Um, But mindset is so important because, you know, it's the first thing that we need to make a decision. Um, You know, the decisions come from the mind. It doesn't come from the body or anything like that. As such, um, you know, you need the mindset to believe in yourself. You need the mindset to know what you actually want in life to find 
you know, why you're actually here and why you're doing what you do. So I'm big on finding your values, um, so your core values, and living them daily. Uh, and then also your uh, mission, so your mission in life. So, you know, what are you here to do and how are you going to do it? And then your purpose, so why? Why are you here doing it? You know, why are you actually given this life and what are you going to do with it? So, you know, purpose, values and mission, they're so important and so so many people have no idea what they want, um, how they're going to do it and why they want to do it. So, you know, within the fitness industry, it's it's not that common to ask, ask people, you know, what's their purpose in life or, um, you know, what are your core values? You know, you don't hear many personal trainers asking those questions or anyone really. So finding your values is probably the first port of call with most clients because we're living our values whether we know it or not. You know, whatever we do on a daily basis is what we truly value. Um, Whether it's fulfilling you at that moment or not is because you may not be clear around how those values are serving you. Um, So, yeah, hopefully that makes sense. But, you know, it's just getting clear. So mindset is all about getting clear and putting things into practice. That's the big thing. Mm, I love it. And I really think that um, any kind of endeavor to improve anything in your life is it's 90% mindset and 10% strategy. It's like, but you really need to mm-hmm. have that, that understanding. And, and the reality is that sadly, uh, for most people, they don't have time, you know, that they're, they're too busy working three jobs and trying to pay the mortgage. They don't have time to sit down, think about what the freak their values are, you know, like, I don't have time to do it. Um, I don't know what my mission in life is. I don't know why I'm here. All I know is I just need to get the kids to bed and sit down and watch my kitchen rolls because I've had a shit day. Do you know what I mean? Like that's the, <laughs> that's the reality of it. But when you do, and I, you know, I'm speaking from experience as I know you guys are very like-minded, um, when you actually do take that time to sit down and go, right, well, these things are valuable to me and this is what um, my mission is and this is my purpose. And then you start to live, like you say, you live in your values every day regardless of whether you realize it or not. Then holy crap, all sorts of magical things start to happen, right? Doesn't it? Like you're healthy. Yeah. Definitely. Your opportunities, all these different synchronicities that just, you know, coincidences start to happen. And I think that when you make the the health and fitness change and and improve your your health, then that really is the foundation for all of the different areas of your life to improve right from being a good parent through to being good with your finances to running a good business. You know, it's all doesn't matter if you don't have your health. So that's a good place to start, right? Yeah, hundred percent. Absolutely. Oh, so inspiring, right, Stacy? Can't wait for your story. <laughs> <laughs> if only you could have seen us. Glenn is really, really good at coaching in regards to mindset. Um, it's taken him a long time to get through to me, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and even during that conversation, I'm like, oh. <laughs> You mean you I, don't know yeah, your values, really, mission, and purpose? What the hell? <laughs> I do. I do now. Come like, on, Glenn. like I, I always, I always had an idea. Like I always had an idea, but would get really 
frustrated, you know, that perfectionist in me would really come out and then I would just be really frustrated when things weren't going the way that I'd want them to go. And, yeah, just more recently um, I listened to Glenn (laughs) (laughs) and, yeah, went and actually took that time out to work out um, my values, et cetera, and, yeah, some really cool things happened from that, Um, just exactly how (laughs) you described it. That's why I'm like... Um, yeah, nearly in tears, like giggling here. But um, <laughs> yeah, so um, and then for me, um, I think my my turning point or when everything really happened is um, Glenn and I are actually really similar. I took a big leap of faith as well, and I left my husband. Whoa. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I didn't do that. No, I don't recommend that. That's not, I'm not recommending that. But, yeah, like it was just, um, yeah, it was something that um, was really affecting me physically and emotionally um, to the point where it wasn't it wasn't going, it wasn't moving forward, it wasn't growing, it wasn't developing, it was just, you know, going backwards or stagnating and it was really affecting me um, physically um, you know, that was when my, my pain was just at its worst. And, you know, I'd been umming and ahhing about it for quite some time. I'd already sort of, you know, checked out emotionally um, anyway. So when the time came and I finally had the courage to do that, oh, my goodness, like the, you know, the doors just opened. It was like a, a physical weight had been lifted off my body um, and my pain just you know but basically just went in half um it was amazing how much to see firsthand how much the emotions can affect your body physically um yeah so I sort of made that happen um which was tough having like a two-year-old child um but yeah it was something that I had to decide for for both of us and then um from then me and my son sort of went on went on our journey together he was actually really sick as a as a baby um you know just chronically with ear infections and everything and so I had to do I had to make a change for his health but then also for my health to be able to look after him Mm. um you know long term so yeah so I guess that was my big (laughs) big jump into it um and then yeah I mean, the health industry was something that I've been involved in since I was like 16. Um, I used to get my mum to drive me to TAFE at night for night courses and everything. <laughs> like she had to wait in the car for two hours oh, good <laughs> um, doing crosswords and stuff. Yeah, I know. How good was that? Mm. Um, yeah, which I was just in and out of the industry for a long time because of illness. You know, the only thing that would take me out of it was illness. But, yeah, I think now I've sort of found the area that I – want to specialize in or want to focus on which is pretty exciting uh are you going to tell us what that is and is this Um, do you do this for your for your proper job as well or or is it it under wraps and not ready to launch yet no No, well at, at the moment um so I did my personal training course last year when I was like seven months pregnant <laughs> um yeah I became a personal trainer um so I'm working now um in a gym that my best friend just bought which has been awesome and that's a women's gym but funnily enough um 
I guess because of my through my experience, I'm always drawn, or um, certain women are always drawn to me for help in those areas, like with weight loss and fitness, etc. Um, but the area I want to work in more is actually men's health. Um, yeah, in particular, like brain injuries and um, for our soldiers. So, um, yeah totally different <laughs> wow that's amazing that's amazing and tell us about some of the things that you've done so far so you mentioned you know you've been on the the main stage for an event with kale brock what else have you done like that um that's uh kale and i also did like a, a cooking class we did um i did a few events all on my own just tiny little ones for adelaide paleo just like um same sort of thing like paleo on a budget and just you know providing information that i had to others that wanted to learn um but yeah they're probably they're probably the only big things i think that i've um, yeah, I've been on that paleo show now a couple of times since I now produce it. So, do you produce that show? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that was a new adventure that came about this year. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's quite a few things that I yeah get involved with. Yeah, good. I like it. I like it. So, what what's involved with producing the paleo show? <laughs> uh, Glenn and I were just talking about this before. Um, yeah, so my job now is to um, book all of our guests. So I get to find awesome people from around the world that, you know, would be interested in hearing from or learning more about their story um, or what they do and what they offer. Um, so my job is to, yeah, organize all of the interviews and have all them lined up, do all the marketing and then get the boys because it's now not only Dr. Brett Hill, it's also um, George Bryant, Civilized Caveman, is our new co host for that oh, paleo exciting. show. Um, so, yeah, it's just organizing the boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet that would be harder than just booking in the awesome guests, right? <laughs> <laughs> no comment. No comment. But you know what? <laughs> just going to do a nice shout out to Dr. Brett Hill because, um, yeah, he's been so obviously instrumental in both of your health journeys. Um, and I'm going to send him a message after yeah. this, actually, to, to just say that we gave him a shout out on the show. And, you know, my my first introduction to the wellness couch was being on that paleo show myself and then now have a podcast on that station. And, wow, I just feel like Marcus and Brett are just doing such amazing things in getting the community together and Oh, I don't know. It's just all these like you know these little circles just all keep overlapping, and it's just just that lovely synchronicity that we were talking about before. So shout out to you, Dr. Brett. You rock. <laughs> <laughs> so moving on, let's talk a little bit about lifestyle. So we've we know food is medicine. We know food is fundamental. But what does the rest of your lifestyle look like? And have um. Have you got any like non-negotiables that are uh, essential for you to keep your health um, as vital as possible? We'll start with you, Glenn. Yeah, sure. So uh, my number one non-negotiable in my household is clean quality water. That's probably the big thing. Um, other than that, it's, you know, downtime, trying to have downtime, trying to spend time together as a family uh, you know, I've got a partner and two kids myself. So just having that time to recharge, really. And um, another non-negotiable is also 
nature. So getting out into nature as much as possible, getting into the elements as much as possible. So um, last year, that's why Adelaide Paleo and um, myself, so with my business, I created a group walk. Um, so, you know, we do group walks through the hills, like I said earlier, just to get out into nature. And, you know, I started it as, okay, I'm going for a walk. If anyone else wants to come, mm-hmm. come along. Love it. So I'm, I'm happy if, you know, I get to go either way. If anyone else wants to come along for the walk, then even better. But, you know, either way, I'm going, rain, hail or shine, as long as I'm going at least once a month to get out and soak up all that nature. Um, so they're probably, you know, the basic ones. And then I do a fair bit of breath work as well. So I um, experiment with meditation and breath work and also cold exposure. So I expose myself to uh, ice baths and you know, focus on the meditation side of things and the mindset side of things, which also reap in the physical uh, benefits through that as well. So there's a few different things there, but basically it's all just going back to basics and nature and all that sort of stuff, really. Mm, absolutely. What about you, Stacey? Um, so I guess it's really hard to have non-negotiables with children. I've found that they we just do so many different things all the time but I guess one of ours would be that um, you have to try everything Um, we you can't say can't I guess in our house Um, so I try to yeah get the kids to try everything possible so we go out into the yard and we you know grow food and they touch it they may not get the vegetable past their lips but at least they have been part of the process of growing it Mm -hmm. um you know uh, my little four-year-old's just started karate and he does ninja gym and you know just lots of different things we just try to experience everything that there is because i just think you know the world's so vast why would you limit it to i don't know just what's in your like in your little neighborhood try to experience everything as possible but apart from that is um definitely water we get water from mount lofty delivered to our house um every week because it's a natural pure spring source and that that's really what they can only drink so the kids have um the ability to get their own little glasses and to fill up their little cups even the baby now because he can reach um yeah but that's probably it the rest of the time i've learned i've had to learn to be extra flexible now that there's two children Mm. <laughs> it's made it a bit harder. Okay, flexible in turn, because this is interesting because I know there's lots of uh, mum listeners out there and I, I've, I'm a mum of two kids too. So what, what do you mean uh, in terms of extra flexible in terms of what you want to achieve in the day or extra flexible in terms of other things? <laughs> oh, just everything. <laughs> I'm very particular and I have, a, I have a plan in life and the children <laughs> Screw it um, have their own ideas and their own plans as well. So, yeah, you know, some days, some days will just won't work out. Um, you know, sometimes by the afternoon you pick them up and they're both crying and you're like, mm, okay, so it's sitting on the couch, cuddling, watching a movie. You know, that's that's the negotiation. That's what's going to happen that evening and not being angry or, you know, frustrated with the fact that that's happened and that there's a pile of washing or that there's an event to go to that you want to do or, you know, so it's just letting um, 
letting life happen but still trying to guide it in the right direction so you're not going backwards or downhill um, too much or too fast. Because it can be very easy to get back into old habits um, as a comfort thing. Mm. Um, and if it happens too often, well, then it's no longer you know, just falling back, it becomes your old habits again. Mm. But I like that about, you know, more just going with the flow as opposed to yeah. being really resistant and rigid because that's just leads to frustration. And yeah, it's, it, that's not very healthy being frustrated all the time, is it? So that's good. That's good. So tell us about the Adelaide Paleo Group. So you've got 2.1 thousand wonderful South Australians in that group. And you said, Stacey, that you took that group over. When did you take the group mm. over? And, and and tell us a little bit about how how things work in your in your tribe. Sure. So um I took it over after after my big event happened of leaving my marriage and everything, I flew back up to Brisbane um, you know, with my child and stayed up there with my mum just for, um, I don't know, like a, a holiday, which extended into two months, which was awesome because there was all these events on. And I was able to connect with uh, Leah Williamson from Brisbane Family Paleo and was able to see what her um, – what her tribe does and all of their events that they put on up there. Um, and then I went to low carb down under and heaps of different things. And I'm like, wow, this is awesome, Leah. I, you know, I love the events that you're putting on here. You've built such an awesome community. Um, and I came back and was speaking to, um, you know, Dr. Brett about it. And the group was sort of there. I don't think it had as many members, but it was still there. No one was doing anything with it. It was just, you know, this group of people that wanted something, but there was nothing really going on anymore. So, um, yeah, so he gave what group there was to me. Um, we became like a branch, I guess, of um, Brisbane Family Paleo because we wanted groups like that all over Australia. Um, and, yeah, I started putting on events and sort of grew it grew it from that really because I just wanted to bring what I experienced in Brisbane back down here to Adelaide um, because when I moved to Adelaide I just found it very difficult to find like-minded people um, and this group was a perfect way for me to be able to get out into the community and to meet new people so it was a bit it was a bit selfish and a bit you know community spirit <laughs> it's not selfish at all it's complete it's complete community you know it's awesome and bringing people together it's great and I think that um you know I, I'm a member of uh, Adelaide Paleo Group even though I'm in in Albany nowhere near we're not even <laughs> in the same state but I love that group and I love that I love being part of that tribe um, it's a really inclusive, non-judgmental, non-dogma. There's no, this is black and white and you can't have that. And, you know, it's very, uh, I really like it. It's a really good high-vibing group to, to hang out in. Um, and you find lots of events in there. You find out about, you know, different foods in there um, and different, you know, local brands and markets and all that kind of thing. So I think, it, you know, especially if you're in South Australia, definitely check out um, Adelaide Paleo Group on Facebook. Um, and hang out with with Glenn and, and Stacey and all of the other um, all of the other South Australian family as well. Now, if we wanted to work with you, or we want to go to your gym, Stacey, or do some personal training with you, Glenn, how do we get in touch with you? <laughs> um, so for me, um, uh, my website is Wild Origins Movement Nutrition. Um, 
So, yeah, and then the same on Facebook and Instagram. So you can contact me that way. Um, and I work out of Satori uh, Women's Gym in Unley. S-A-T-O-R-I, Satori Women's Gym? Yeah, that's right. And what about Unley? Cool. And what about you, Glenn? Yeah, cool. So my business is called BPM, Holistic Wellness. So the BPM stands for Body Purpose Movement. Mm. So they are the three pillars that I focus on, you know, the mindset, um, which influences the body, and movement, so movement practices. Uh, so, yeah, search that on Facebook. I've got a public page there. Uh, also, a website is bpmholisticwellness.equid.com. Um, there's an online store there with some goodies on there, which is really cool. That launched uh, late last year. Cool. So, you know, I'm a distributor for Vivo Barefoot Shoes, I believe, you know, all about the barefoot uh, movement. So, yeah, there's, there's lots of goodies on there. And I operate my personal training business out of a Good Life Health Clubs um, down south of Adelaide in Marion. So for anyone in Adelaide, yeah, come down, say hello, and, yeah, we can have a chat. Sounds good. Now, before I let you both go, I cannot forget to ask you, the three grey area questions of any clean living <laughs> lifestyle. What are your thoughts on coffee, chocolate, and wine? And we'll start with you first, Stacey. <laughs> uh, so coffee, chocolate, and wine. All together. Um, I, yeah, all together <laughs> on the same night. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, most definitely. I don't drink alcohol anymore, but um, I know a lot of people do and we get a lot of questions sometimes about that. I think with anything like that, it's um, choose the best quality, choose organic where possible. So um, there's plenty available. Um, and I don't want to use the word moderation, but, yeah, think about what you're getting from that. So if you're getting something more than just the taste or flavor and you're using it for a particular reason, maybe think about that side of thing. But otherwise, enjoy it. <laughs> cool. And now what about chocolate and coffee? What are your thoughts on that? Um, definitely yes to chocolate. <laughs> um, <laughs> especially um, I've been having a bit of a chocolate brand called Pumpy Jackson. I don't know if you've heard of that. Oh, I haven't heard of that one yet. Yeah, so it's sweetened with um, monk fruit, and it's Charlie Goldsmith's brand, actually. He's a healer from Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been good. But, yeah, chocolate and coffee, same thing. Choose organic. You know, if you're overdoing it, then probably think about why. Mm-hmm. Good points. You know, I actually don't think that anybody on the show so far has said no to chocolate. Coffee and wine, <laughs> it's about 50-50. And uh, I think, yeah, everyone said, oh, there's always room for chocolate. So <laughs> that's interesting. And what about you, Glenn? What are your thoughts on the three grey areas? Yeah, cool. So I'll start with coffee. Um, I was never really a big coffee drinker until I was about 19. And I only drank it for about two or three years. And... And then I just stopped. When I hit my health crisis and my turning point, I just stopped and I didn't want it anymore. 
you know. So my thoughts on it are we don't really need it. You know, it's a stimulant as such. And if you need the stimulant, you know, more than once a day, then as Stacy said, why are you using it? Uh, is it for the taste? Is it for the stimulation? Um, so, yeah, my thoughts around it are that we don't necessarily need it. It's just more of a want, um, which comes back to the, the chocolate and the wine as well. You know, we don't really need those either. They're wants. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I love chocolate. I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> so, as Stacey said, you know, I choose the better options most of the time. I make my own as well. So, you know, um, cacao butter, cacao powder, and, you know, just go for the better options on them. Um, and wine, okay, so I used to be a big beer drinker in my younger days, not so much wine. So that hasn't really been on my radar <laughs> as such. You know, living in Adelaide, you'd maybe think so. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe I'm a little bit too young for it. You know, the taste never really sat with me well. So, yeah, it never really was an issue for me so yeah that that's my thoughts and experiences around them that's awesome well thank you so much for joining me on the show today um it's really cool to connect and to get to know you more and the information that you've shared has been so inspiring and other listeners are going to absolutely love it so i'm going to share all of your websites and instagram links and facebook links because there's a few there right so i'm going to share them all in the show notes so listeners Check that out and definitely go and join the Adelaide Paleo group and get to hang out with Glenn and Stacey all the time. So thank you so much. Thanks for having us. This year, the Wellness Summit returns. What is the ramifications for you if you continue to not know where your food is coming from and not make a hard stand about what you're consuming? Back in 1992, I didn't know how to cook. In fact, I ate really poorly as many of you know. But I now love it so much that when I go to prepare something, it becomes magical. Don't want you to be stuck in the, the crap that's happening. Know it, yes. Be aware of it, yes. But bring your vibration up so that we can vibrate at a higher level and collectively, we might be able to bring everybody up to make those changes. I love preparing it. I know that everyone who's eating it absolutely loves it. Even the bits that they don't want to eat, they love eating them because I love making them. Does that make sense? Cindy O'Meara and Damien Christoph feature at the 2018 Wellness Summit. Bigger and better than ever. Tickets on sale Friday, May 4 at thewellnesssummit.com. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.